As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We have Pops, LJ, and Uncle Tony is back. What's going on, guys? What is happening? What's up? Man, just another day. By the way... I have a fun fact to bring back to you guys. We haven't done it in a while. Right, fun yeah, fact? Yeah, yeah. I love fun facts. Did you know that supposedly it's easier to train honeybees than it is dogs? No. So I've never tried to train honeybees. honeybees have shown, <laughs> so. Neither have I, but maybe I'll start. Trained honeybees have shown a remarkable ability to sniff out landmines, suggesting a possible new way to find the estimated 100. Oh, this is a. A different story, but just I just I'm more interested in the landmines part. So they've they've shown a remarkable ability to sniff out landmines. Jerry Bromenschink has studied bees as a pollution sensor, as pollution sensors and environmental sensors for the past 30 years. He said honeybees have proven themselves to be easier to train, harder working, and more accurate than even a bomb sniffing dog. So man's best friend, bees. Wow. Yeah. I My just, dogs. To clarify, apparently. are you saying land mimes or mines? <laughs> mines. Uh, okay, well then that doesn't yeah. solve any problems for I me. I think that a dog would be any better at a land mine. That's a completely <laughs> yeah. different aspect. Yeah. Now. I don't have because a mine problem, but I do have a mime problem. So I uh, can tell you because I walk down the street, I see a damn mime, and it's like, God. If I just God. had some damn honeybees right now. <laughs> I want some bees right now. I can Tony, walk down another street. Do you just stand still and point mime. that paw at him when you see well, y'all are just on a roll right now. Dad, I see a landmine. I see a landmine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's already the episode right, title. Right. Well, before we get rolling, I want to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. Look, football is in full effect. We are cruising right into the playoffs. We got all kinds of teams in the hunt. On the edge, are they in the playoffs? Are they winning the division? Do we we might know who's going to win the NFC East? Somehow the Cowboys still have a shot. Still, (laughs) as weird as that sounds, and right now you can get on all the action. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get on everything imaginable this season. Even if you can't be there, you can bet on it from game spreads and totals to team and player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sports book 
experts. By the way, LG, do you know? I, I don't have it sitting in front of me. I can't remember. Was our locks? Uh, did we, we were two did and we, one. We were two and one. Was it? I think it might have been me that yeah, lost. Yeah, I said was. Texans, and they got blown, blown out. out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. two and one. We still gave you more more winners and losers, and I, I don't want. We're not going to give it away yet, but just a little tease before we started recording. LJ told us that he had a guarantee, guarantee, absolutely for fact. his lock. So yeah, so stick around because LJ's just going to basically print money for yeah, you. Yeah, He's yeah. got a, a gear, not just a lock, but a guaranteed lock. Yeah, I don't know why they so. have this on the table. You know, so we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> just, Hell, I can't wait. I'm ready. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't include bees, does it? It doesn't, but landmines it does. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a part of it. Those damn landmines. All right. <laughs> Let's get into week 14. Was We had some good action in week 14. We're heading to week 15. But before we get into everything, I have also a stat of the week for you Ooh, guys. Are, okay. you ready? Ready? Are you ready? Since the start of the 2019, the Chiefs are now 8-1. and one. That is a winning percentage of 888 with Mahomes at quarterback after falling behind by 10-plus points in a game. Wow. The rest of the NFL in that exact same situation – is 68, 356, and one. Wow. That is a win percentage of 160. Wow. So in that exact that situation, not they sense. all have How is that possible? as well, right? Wow. Well, no, no, they, they do not have. Okay. These are just NFL teams. Unfortunately, they don't have a generational talent at, at the helm. <laughs> I mean, that is impressive. That That's amazing. And eight and one's not just like a fluky. Like eight and one's at some point. That, no, yeah, yeah. That's They just have more room to – they have more room for error than any team. Like the Dolphins – Played a solid game. Like, I really thought they played a really good game. Mm-hmm. And I still, in the back of my mind, thought the whole time, even when the Chiefs were down by 10, I was like, eh, I still like them to come back. Yeah. They'll probably still win this game. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense to me. Let's get into, okay, first topic. Uh, we got we got to talk about Eagles. Eagles, Wentz, Jalen Hurts, all this stuff. Uh. But by now, you've heard all the conversations. We've heard, like, what do the Eagles do now? We know the contract situation. Do they get rid of Wentz? Do they trade him? They cut them, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to have that since everyone's done it, and we even did it last week. But I've seen a lot of people asking why did Wentz get extended so early because that's why they're in this issue now. They extended him, and now they have all this money on the back end of his contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's really the story of the 2016 draft class. We got Jared Goff and Wentz, who both were the number one and two picks of that draft, and they got extended in the same offseason just a few months apart or a month and a half apart, both for $32 million a year. Or let's see, Wentz was $32 million a year. Golf was 33 and a half. And the guarantee money is a little different. And then you have the other quarterback who we've talked a lot about in this podcast, Dak Prescott, who's making more money per year right now than those two guys at with the with the franchise tag, but he doesn't have the, the long-term deals. Mm-hmm. So my question now to you, Pops will start, who did better? We kind of criticized the Cowboys for not extending Gaw- or Dak, but they're in a better situation now than the Eagles, wouldn't you say? Well, t- I can answer who did worse pretty easily. <laughs> as of right now, as of December 16th, we're recording this. Yeah, it looks like there's an obvious who did worse, huh? Well, and I, I guess I'd have to say probably, I, I think golf, the jury's still out on golf. Uh, by the way, $110 million guaranteed is what he had. Um Woo. I think he'll be a serviceable quarterback and probably at a reasonable number. But I mean, Dallas right now, they got to do Prescott on another uh, franchise tag next year. I mean, you can't sign him 
for an extended period of time after that injury, I don't think. But so he'll make they, 35, 36 million. They did million. say on, they came on the radio. Of course, you know, the Joneses are known to come on the radio mm-hmm. and make headlines. Yep. He, he talked to 105.3, the fan, and said that they're still working on negotiations with Dak and have no issue signing to a long-term deal. I'm sure at a number that benefits the Cowboys yeah. is what that means. But yeah, but you're right, Dad. They will not be able to sign him. They won't be able to see him on the field before the deadline comes on either tagging him again or extend him. Well, I, I think from what you've heard him say and just what I've kind of heard around, that I think the franchise tag would be a legitimate deal for him. He'd make good money, and then if he does good, they will sign him. I mean, they had a $35 million a year deal on the table, I think, last What they say? They say it was real close to that, but he wanted five or four years. They wanted five. So, uh, I mean, I guess just as luck would have it, the Cowboys did the best uh, on this as of right now. Would be my opinion, which is something we probably wouldn't have said at, at, at previous times. Tony, what do you think? What, what do you think? About oh yeah, this? from a con, uh, contractual standpoint, I think the Cowboys have definitely done uh, the best on this. Uh, doesn't mean they had the best negotiations. It's just that it's worked out for them. I, I, unfortunately, I think that it's backfired on them on Zeke. We may have we may have oh. to see next year what happens there, but uh, that's kind of hamstrung them. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely uh, looking better and. Honestly, though, it just may be a deal where Wentz just hasn't uh, hasn't worked out. You take that you take that gamble. Um, Golf is going to be very serviceable uh, in that particular offense. Now, I, uh, you know, for Wentz that is, money, though, I mean, he's getting paid yeah, up there with the Russell you know, Wilsons of the world. The thing about it is, is is that he's not turning the ball over at the rate that Wentz is turning it over. Uh, you can see McVeigh is uh, revamping that offense to 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 be more balanced. We've talked about that and. Um, but Goff could be in that position for five, six years, and and have that money, and that's that's a pretty good deal. Uh, so for because in five years, uh, quarterbacks are going to be really expensive, and they've had and they've had Goff at that at that twenty twenty eighteen price for that long. So that part's good. But yeah, it, it, I think you just got to say, oops, we you know we effed up on that one. <laughs> Well, so yeah, that's the argument is they signed him. They did sign him early. Like there's still more time on the contract. They didn't have to lock him up at that point. But the idea is to let's get this out of the way at 35 million a year before Patrick Mahomes' contract goes up. Now, even though you're not going to have to pay Dak Patrick Mahomes' money, that's still what his agents go into the the bargaining table saying, this is what the highest paid quarterback is. We want to be close to it. LJ, Carson Wentz with the Eagles right now. With Carson Wentz at starting quarterback, since he was drafted, they are 35-33-1. With him not at quarterback, they are 11-3, undefeated in the playoffs with the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> wow. What say you? What say you about the, who's, who, who, who's the smarter team at this well, point? Well, I mean, okay, so, so you guys are all arguing consequences. And, and so if you're going to make these decisions with a lot of hindsight, then yeah, obviously the Cowboys are in the best spot. But... If we're yeah, talking vision, about hindsight, what do they always say? Hindsight's 2020, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, 2020, what a number. Um, uh, so uh if you're gonna argue with hindsight, yeah, absolutely. But if you're gonna argue with like what information they had in front of them, if you would have asked all three of those GMs if they had the quarterback of the next dozen years for their team in front of them, they would have all said absolutely. And only one yeah. team didn't give that player money, which is like the the thing you got to do in the NFL these days. Quarterbacks is where your money's at. So I think the Cowboys are the team that screwed this up. I understand consequentially they're looking like they're in a pretty decent place because of it, but the Cowboys screwed this up. That's that's my that's my opinion. Well, and to be fair, to say 
To, to say that the Cowboys did the best in a personnel decision just seems really out of place to say. So I think, LJ, you, yeah. have a lo- you carry a lot of validity in what you said. And also, it's worth noting, I think, that the Cowboys, I think this will come up at other times in negotiations when they're either trying to get a free agent or trying to extend another player, where the other players can be like, well, you didn't take care of your guy. Dak did every. He was your heart and soul of your team, and it you took forever to take care of him. Look at the Eagles. They took care of Wentz right away, even after Nick Foles came in and won a Super Bowl, not Wentz. Like they, it, I think at some point it does come like, who do you take care of? And some guys choose teams based off, are you good to your stars? So I, I don't know if the guy – LJ's right. It looks better right now because, yeah, we see what Wentz is. But Contact, yeah. I don't think Wentz is done as an NFL quarterback. And I don't think the Eagles – they might trade him. But even if they trade him, they, hit a, they get a $30 million cap hit next year. So it almost sounds like they're probably going to have to try to – Rebuild him in the offseason. I, I don't think he, we see him again this year because Hurts just looked better. Uh, bonus points. Can you name a, one other quarterback that was drafted in 2016 that's still playing in the NFL? Anybody? Uh, Bueller. Bueller. Uh, when Mason Rudolph get drafted? Is he still playing? Yeah, that's him. Mason Rudolph, I do believe... I don't have him. Maybe, no, maybe he wasn't. I, I didn't write him down, so maybe he's not. I think he was a late down. round or, you know, a third or fourth round pick in that draft. Uh, I got nobody else, though. If that's if that. Let me look and see if that's one. But you go ahead. Do y'all, does anybody else even have a guess? I'm going to stay out of this one. <laughs> Let's see. Mason Rudolph drafted in 2018. Not ah, I was wondering. Ah, okay. okay. Damn. Uh, the The... The uh, the top quarterback drafted that's still in the NFL. I'll just tell you who all is from that draft that yeah, is please. still active. Jacoby Brissett drafted in the third round. Okay. Uh, we got Kevin Hogan drafted <laughs> okay. in the fifth round. Nate Suffield at Washington, <laughs> probably only at Washington because they've had quarterback injuries. Mm-hmm. Brandon Allen drafted oh, by Jacksonville. Woo, woo pig. And Jeff <laughs> Driscoll drafted in the sixth round. Now, LJ, more bonus points. Can you name... The only other quarterback drafted in the first round of that draft. No, I no, I can't. No, Paxton sorry. Lynch, Denver oh, Broncos. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. damn! I should have gotten not that. currently employed by any NFL team. <laughs> the living anonymous mask. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We had some. I guess I was going to start with Sunday night showdown because I want to talk about Bill Stewart, but. We have to go to Monday. First, Monday night, game of the year. Was that the best game you watched all year, LJ? What you think? I mean, if you don't like watching defenses play football, then yeah, it was it was the best game that you could possibly imagine. It was uh, what was the that? Chiefs versus Rams of what two years ago? It well, yeah, it was <laughs> it was electric. The question though that everybody has: Did Lamar Jackson take a poopy break? <laughs> Is that why he left the, the field? LJ, do you have any thoughts? I mean, I did see that footage of him doing that little like penguin waddle into the <laughs> locker room. And he like there was somebody in the doorway and he was kind of like, move, 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 move. So I mean That looked like a man that was hyper aware of what was around him. That doorway, he was like, ah, move, move. I, I definitely relate to the feeling that he had. I've I think I've been there. Uh and it was cramps, uh, obviously. So um, yeah, he claims it was cramps, which you can have like some stomach cramps that mean you need to get to a toilet real yeah. quick. Uh Pops, do you have any you can pee on the sideline, you know, get some towels around you, maybe go to the medical tent. You can kind of get a pee out of the way. You can't really drop a deuce on the sideline. What do you think of Mark <laughs> Talk, to, talk to Mark Schlereth. I think you could. <laughs> well, Hell yeah, you can. Yeah, Schlereth could. I will say that that little duck walk that he had, um, 
I've, I've had that walk before. Uh, I know that walk. Uh, sometimes you have a little stomach issue, which can be known, a.k.a. cramps, and you just have to excuse yourself for a minute very quickly. And I, I tend to think that's what happened. It's kind of like uh, Paul Pierce in the wheelchair thing back in uh, 2008. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> which did you hear Lamar Jackson after the game? They asked him, Why did you have to go to the sideline? He was like, I did not pull Paul Pierce. That was not a Paul Pierce. I had cramps. I legit had cramps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, Tony, do you have any cramps. thoughts? That's what on, he had on, on Poopgate. Well, Poopgate. Yeah. I, you know, I, there's a line from uh, Raising Arizona it, uh, that I think applies here. It says, Sometimes. I guess the menstrual cramps real hard. <laughs> and I think that's what happened here to Lamar. I, you know, I just think something happened and, and you know, he had to go in. But, yeah, it probably – look, this guy is one week removed from being on the COVID list, you know, and uh, – you know, yeah, I, good point. I, I think diarrhea is a symptom of yeah. COVID. So I'm I'm kind of suspecting that yeah, it may have been that, and and that will drain you. As Liv said, you know, you got to take some pity light once you get those those cramps going. <laughs> and, uh, so I think that's what happened. They got it. But I do think though that Lamar was like, okay, I'm done. Trace is going to close this thing out until he's like, oh, he, he yeah. just tore his knee well, up. Maybe and, not. Um, and and then he had to come back in, put on the Superman cape, and and take care of business. So. Well, you know, well, so also, yeah, that's, this is something I've only heard. I've never experienced because I don't run. But after you run a lot, allegedly, people have to use the restroom a little bit more often. And he did run for 124 yards that game. So I do think did. there's, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, the Browns know exactly how, how much he ran. And, and that was the jokes on social media have made more poop jokes I think I've ever seen in, a, in like a two hour span about the Browns to the Super Bowl. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a two points to end it. It was a, it was a heck of a game. Uh, what's like the more important thing? What what did you pops? What you think? I mean, I guess the Ravens won, so they're obviously the the winner. But both teams felt like a winner coming out. Mm-hmm. Like I took the I'm taking the Browns seriously because they Baker Mayfield has had issues at playing from behind, and he led him back and forth and kept taking the lead. Now they scored a little too early, left Jesse Tucker too much time to do his thing. What would you think leaving that game? What I thought leaving that game is that I think I like Cleveland to go further in the playoffs than I do Baltimore. And the reason I say that is because Lamar Jackson can win any game he's in. Absolutely. He is is a talent non-paralleled. He is some kind of talent. But I personally think as a defensive coach, as a defensive coordinator, I'd rather take on – Lamar Jackson than some other quarterbacks because I think what you have to do is make him beat you with his arm. That pass after he pooped or whatever when he came out (laughs) and on fourth and five, I mean, if you look at it, he didn't throw it perfect. It was just that they had to respect his run ability so much that he just barely dumps it over and Hollywood uh, Brown uh, finally learned how to catch. Get, learned how to catch. Not to well, that was the Pittsburgh that could, that couldn't catch passes. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but so so his legs are what makes him. I think if if I'm a defensive coach, am I scared? Am I nervous about Lamar Jackson? Yes, but I he's going to beat me with his arm. He is not going to beat me with his legs, and I'll I'll take my odds on that. Wow. So what you're saying is you'd rather play Baker Mayfield in the playoffs than the reigning MVP. That's I'm saying I would rather play 
uh, Baker, I would rather play Lamar Jackson than Baker Mayfield yeah. and Nick You're Chubb and Kareem with- Hunt. Is what I think I'm telling. So you. Baker Mayfield and crew and crew rather play Lamar Jackson than Baker Mayfield. And crew. I mean, Tony, what what you think leaving that game? It was a, it was a hell of a game. I think both teams showed that they can win a playoff game. Yeah. Uh, what what do you think coming up? Coming well, from that? yeah, and the two things, and I'm going to really disagree with Doctor Liff on this one, but uh, oh boy, because I do I do not want to see Lamar Jackson in a playoff game. Now, he can but, win any uh, game he's in, Tony. Like he I can said, win no any doubt game that he's in, and 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 I but. Um, so, uh, to me, the thing that I took out of that game, fantastic game, but Great game. not a lot of defense, you know. And so that's really what's scary for both of these teams is that they were not able to shut down anything on the ground. And uh, it was really fun to watch in that in that fourth quarter. And the whole game, it, w- it was fun to watch. It was a good game. Um, and uh, uh, But um, I, I – I'm concerned for either one of these teams trying to move forward. I think the Steelers, with their struggles, still have the better defense. And uh, yeah, uh, and, and so I, if you're going to go in the playoffs, you got to go through either the Chiefs or you could say the Bills if you'd like. And, man, that's awful hard to try to outscore either one of those teams, and you certainly don't want to try to do that. And I think that's what both these teams would have to do if they're going to, if they're going to go down through the playoffs. Yeah, I I think I'm more on your side there, Tony. I I gained a lot of respect for the Browns, and I, you better not take them lightly in the playoffs because, like Pops mentioned, that those running backs are just so good; mm-hmm. they can control the game. And Mayfield showed me enough to where I don't. I thought if you get Mayfield down 14 and we can't we can't just go run 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 run, it's over. Like I I can't trust him to do it. And he showed some things where like okay. maybe maybe, but I still would rather play. I think I'd rather play the Browns and the Ravens because I think. That defense will be better come playoffs. Like they just were, they were down at one point, I think like the fourth defensive back yeah. at some point. Yeah. And they had some issues where Calais Campbell hasn't looked right since he got COVID. And supposedly, I was reading that a lot of the guys that tested positive for them, it wasn't just like a test positive, no symptoms. They like tested positive. And like Lamar Jackson said, he was in bed for a week straight. And there was other guys, they had serious COVID. It wasn't just, sure. and yeah. I, if you've ever, I, I don't know what it feels like to get COVID, but I just know. If you get sick and you're sick for like five or six days, like real sick, when you try to get back and start doing stuff, all of a sudden you realize, whoa, my body, it feels like it's been on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think that defense does get a little better. And I just think Lamar Jackson can straight up, even if no one else plays well in that offense, Lamar Jackson can win a game. And I, the receiver's got to be better. I just think, yeah, it's crazy that Des Bryant is someone they're relying on. But well, and you know, it's never ending. And so I I know we'll talk a little bit later about playoff. Chances, but the the Ravens are are right on the edge because now Mark did not only did Marquise Brown catch a forty four yard touchdown pass, he caught the COVID, and so um, oh he did. I so think he's whole, just on the contact list, didn't he, well, Tony? Yeah, it's it's Brown, Miles, um, Miles um, Boykin, and a practice squad player all are out. The only um, Right now, their only wide receiver they can go out there and play, and they need to call the Broncos to figure out how you could do this, uh, is um, is is Willie Sneed, and uh, so there's some there's some issues there, and uh, so all three wide receivers, yeah, they test they were listed as close contacts to someone who tested positive it was Marquise Brown, James Prochi, and Miles Boykin. So yeah, I didn't know that. Oof, yeah, that. Oof, so that so that's so in, anyway. <laughs> The close contact made with that football from Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
He didn't watch yeah, they're, it for they're now They're now on the outside looking at the, the team that won from this, if anybody won, I would say, like besides the besides Ravens, obviously. The Steelers looked like they were going to find a way to blow the NFC or the AFC North. That loss was big for them, for the Browns. They're now yeah. pretty much, I think, solidified. Although, Week 17 against the Browns could come down to the AFC North. They don't write the shit. But I want to talk about that game Sunday night. Uh, I want to start with Josh Allen. I don't think he played. I, I know everyone loves his game. And I don't think he played a great overall game. He was bad in that first half. And he ended up only averaging like, I think it was like five yards per throw because he threw 43 times. But I'm giving him props because it wasn't usually what I've seen Josh Allen. And the reason I, I'm hesitant to trust him is because when you figure him out, I don't think he can figure out defense over the course of a game. He just gets to like, oh, crap, I'm just going to start throwing it all, like getting crazy and doing his Josh Allen plays. But he figured something out at halftime, and he came out in that. And I guess what he figured out was he just figured out where Steph was because, standing. <laughs> yeah, he figured out. I just need to find number fourteen and throw it to him every single play because Diggs took that game over. Yes, he did. Bills. <laughs> yeah. I don't. This might be a little bold. I don't know, LJ. I'll ask you: Are the Bills the only team in the AFC that the Chiefs are a little concerned about? Uh, I mean, they've got to be concerned about the Steelers too. I think the Steelers are still. I think they kind of want to play the Steelers. Steelers don't scare me at all right now. That Steelers got defense. I mean, if if Mahomes can take thirty yard sacks from uh, whoever they played, uh, (laughs) the Steelers can get them for whatever. So, um, Steelers are just so hurt on defense. That's why I struggle. But we'll get Steelers. What? what, Just in general, what were your thoughts? Were you more disappointed the Steelers or impressed by the Bills? No, I. I, It it went about how I thought it would go. Honestly, I. I I believe I called this game last week uh, for one of my my crazy locks um and and i i just i'm just josh all in you know um just give me the bills i'll take them all the way to the playoffs and 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 we'll see what happens so i do love the past two weeks they've had when he's been in prime time but the bill's been in prime time and then they have the interview after the game and i kind of like how the interviews work where you see the other players running by them as they're doing it and both times the players seem to love Love Josh Allen. Oh my God. I've got to find this thing. I'll share it with you guys. I will even put it in the show notes. Have you heard Cole Beasley doing a little girl voice yelling? I, uh, we love you, Josh Allen, like all the time, like every time he talks. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's amazing. It was just like sweet little girl voice. Hey, we love you, Josh. Dad? The, um, dad? <laughs> it's, it's incredible. It's my favorite thing. Ed, he calls him dad. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Beasley, I think that Bills defense is they they've been they've struggled, but they might be getting a little better. There's still talent on the defense, and they just don't have John Brown. That offense is gonna get, I think, better yeah. as we go down the stretch. Tony, what'd you think leaving that game Sunday night? You did get to watch well, some after break and you figured out what they were halfway doing. Halfway right? through the third quarter, through the fourth quarter. Thank you, Direct TV. <laughs> um, but um uh no, I for me, and I'll be honest with you, uh, Kevin. It, Right now, John Brown is designated to return, but Gabriel Davis—they've honestly it's been really good. They've honestly played better with Gabriel Davis in the line. Josh Allen has than John Brown, and um, the, as a, a rookie, uh, I, I think he's a little more athletic than John Brown. Now, not that John Brown is a bad uh, a wide receiver in any by any stretch of the imagination, but Gabriel Davis is a, is a really good talent, and and he see, Josh just seems to have a little more connection with. Uh, Davis than he does with Brown uh, this year. It, it's so strange. I will say though that for the Bills, what's something that's changed that really nobody's talking about is that Dawson Knox is back. The big tight end playing well. 
He played well against yeah. the Steelers. He played well the week before. He caught the touchdown pass uh, that really pushed him the week before. He played a big key for them down the stretch last year. Dawson Knox being back in the lineup and being healthy gives them that uh, that uh, piece of the offense that they haven't had the rest of the year. And we were always, you know, seven or eight games into the season, we were a little bit concerned about, hey, the Bills are supposed to be pretty good, but they just don't look – they're just kind of struggling getting by. Uh, but yeah. I think Dawson Knox gives them something that will really get them there. I, I, I will say Great the, point. Yeah, that I think the Bills can, can, can make some noise in the playoffs. I still believe that we're looking at the Steelers defense it just in a in a hiatus, so to speak, and uh, they'll get better. and And they probably have the best overall defense in the AFC right now. I agree. The Steelers just they really concern me because we've talked about it over and over again. They got to learn to they 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 cannot run the ball. I just think they're so banged up on defense, and it's at a particular position, the linebacker position. It's one thing to get a couple injuries, maybe a corner, a D tackle, a linebacker, but they're just getting so banged up mm-hmm. with really good players leaving, with Devin Bush and Bud Dupree leaving yeah. or being hurt, and they can't. They right now the Steelers average just fifty four yards per game in the last seven games. That's not like a couple of weeks. That's a while, and they averaged only two point one yards per in the last two losses. They were supplementing that run game a little with these short short passes. To Deontay Johnson, but Deontay Johnson he has forgotten how to catch a football. Hands, yeah. I don't know if Big Ben can keep going to him. Pops, okay. what do you think? I mean, what? Well, and you're kind of leading into what I'm. And you can take it either way. Bill's Well, Steelers, my problem is I'm wanting you to help me, but, but number one, Pittsburgh can't run the ball. And number two, they can't catch the damn ball. Deontay Johnson has the most drops in the league. That's a bad combination 12. of things. Yeah. That is rough. And and I think he had seven in the game before or whatever. Let's see. He's got 12 leading He's the league. He's leading the NFL, yeah. And, and Pittsburgh had seven drops in the Washington game. So my question is, why can't they run the ball all of a sudden? Isn't Pouncey back? Isn't, is the line bad? Why can't they run? Is Connor hurt, Tony? I mean, I, I wanted to ask you this. Hell, what's wrong with the run game at Pittsburgh? Well, as yeah. someone who owns uh, – you can ding me. Yeah. As someone who owns James Connor, he's always hurt, first yeah, that's, off. <laughs> that's why Lyft's asking me, I think, is that James, I do have James Connor in a league that I'm in the semifinals in, by the way. But, um, you know um, – <laughs> Ding. Ding. We got too uh, many gongs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's hurt, uh, but – Something else is wrong, and Pouncey is back, but just back for I like I think a week, and uh, uh, it, it it seems like every year in teams do this, and once they lost their first game, you lose your second game. That that is very common. I think they'll get it back, but you're right; they have got to run the football. They've got to run the football, and so with McFarland and Snell, uh, and Snell's just hasn't been uh, effective at all. Connor's got a quad injury now; uh, uh, got a quad injury during that game. Uh, and we talked about this in weeks one and two. Uh, no preseason, all this COVID stuff, and they're coming in un, un um, you know, not ready. And now you sit yourself down for two weeks with the flu, and you come back in and try to be a hundred percent. And and guys are getting hurt because of that, or they're just not performing because of that. And um, and and I think that's what happened with Connor. But now I thought Snell. I, I thought Snell was a was a pretty apt backup. Uh, I've seen a couple of uh, runs that he's had that were tough yeah. and and impressive. I, but well, it, I think what's what's hurting them is they're just they're having an issue blocking and running. The running back. It's not just one one side or the other. The running backs are struggling and the blocking struggling. And then that we we love their wide receivers and they are they are good wide receivers. But like Claypool is a, a deep guy. He's going to beat you deep and and. 
now they don't have to worry about one-on-ones. They're putting help over the top because they don't have to put anybody in the box. They're stopping these runs with mm-hmm. six guys in the box. Yeah. And that's that's not that doesn't help these receivers. And Big Ben, it's worth noting he's struggling getting the ball down the field right now when it's not just wide open. I know someone has said that for a while. That Big Ben's an old guy. He's not just young well, football. I'll old, tell you, you know, what, not Big, old what Big Ben I think has lost a little bit with his age is that, you know, you used to see people rushing at him and he would sidestep or just brush him off with his strength. And he's not doing that anymore. I I think his age is start. I, I'm worried about the Steelers a little bit. Can they get it back? Yes. But I'm – I'm probably a little more leaning, uh, uh, Tony, on the other side, and I think it could be Buffalo and Kansas City in that championship game in the AFC. Yeah, I think the Steelers needed this by, that bye week bad yeah. with yeah. with yeah. the with they had that really early bye week due to COVID, and then they've had a little scheduling uh, snafus with COVID and stuff. I think they really wanted to be the one team that got that bye week, and they needed it, and now they're not going to get it. And the Chiefs, if I'm the Chiefs. I'm totally fine with the Steelers coming to town because they just can't score with the, They cannot score with the Chiefs. The Bills, I don't think they can score every game with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but if Josh Allen has his day, we've seen Josh Allen look awesome. True. Yeah. And let's let's be honest about this now and the Steelers. You know, when you look at their schedule throughout the year, they haven't really blown anybody out other than the Bengals. And, True. You, you know, but they're winning. And so uh, the last two weeks, though, uh, we need to give credit to the Washington football team and the defensive yes. front that they've got. Fair enough. And they yes, really yeah. shut them down. And before that, the Ravens, they only scored 19 points. But, you, you know, I, they're doing the things they have to to win. They're going to – I think the Steelers get right down the stretch where they got the Bengals. Uh, that's an interesting game against the Colts week 16 and then the Browns week 17. And I think we saw last night you can definitely run against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so, um, mm-hmm. uh, so, so I, I – I think they're going to be fine. I think they've just run into a couple of weeks that they had. They ran into teams that were really hot, uh, Washington defensively and Buffalo offensively, and they they beat them. And that's what happens. But we'll see. I think if we're not to the lock section yet, but boy, howdy. I don't know how many points they're going to get against the Bengals. We'll we'll see what uh, BetOnline (laughs) gives us. But I I would like to be on that side of the football on that one. It, it's just intriguing because all of a sudden, when it looked like they had that division wrapped up, now they're two games ahead of the Browns. Yeah. The Browns play both New York teams next. One of those we know is a win. The Giants, we're not for sure. And then they play Pittsburgh in Cleveland, I believe, which could be the division. And right now, if you told me right now, pick a team, I think i like the Browns to beat the Steelers in the game. Although the Steelers have been the big brother for 20 years plus against the Browns. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But that, they, I just, they're real and, and they, they need to get it back together. The Bengals are exactly what the doctor ordered, Tony. You're right. It's, it's an easy way. It's a get right game for them. The Cowboys yeah, got right against the Bengals. Right. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, was there another, any other game that kind of raised your eyebrow pops? I want to go to you. Let's see. There was one. Either a notable loss or win. Well, two two games. Uh, one was New Orleans in uh, uh, Philly. Uh, I thought that game was a lot closer than I anticipated. You know, I, who knows with Taysom Hill. Uh, yeah, but. I think it ruined a lot of teases and parlays. Oh. I think a lot of people thought well, and I, Saints for sure I think at least what I got out of that is look at – so Hurts had 100 yards rushing. Miles Sanders had 100 yards rushing for Philly. New Orleans – 
They did get the ball in Kamara's hand 18 times, okay? 11 rushes, 50 yards, seven uh, pass receptions for 44 yards. So I guess 18's enough, but I, I think Kamara's got to run the ball more. You've got to hand him the ball uh, more if you're New Orleans, and especially uh, if you're Taysom Hill, which, which uh, you know, you're passing. You're not Drew Brees in a, in a lot of different ways. I so, so, so when I look at that, I thought, damn, Kamara did touch the ball 18 times, and that's not bad. But, I, hell, I still think he's got to touch it more, and he's got to touch it more from the backfield, in my opinion, for New Orleans. to. So I thought that was a big deal. The other one, the Bears just beating the shit out of the Texans really surprised me. Uh, but other than the score, that was just what hit me. I couldn't believe the Bears won by that big. I want to go back to that Saints loss because the Eagles win is what it is. I don't think – that last, it was a good win for them. But the Saints, like you mentioned, they gave up. That defense had gone three years and 24 days without allowing a 100-yard wow. rusher and allowed two to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders both got 100 yards. I still think that defense is fine. The offense, I don't – whatever it is, I, maybe Breeze is just – it's something with him reading the defense and getting Kamara set up. But, yeah. Kamara has not been the same weapon that he – he still looks fine as far as like an athletic standpoint. He makes some plays. He juking guys out, even breaking tackles. But they just don't get him in the position to succeed like they did with Breeze. And that's the – that is what makes that offense go. That's what gets Michael Thomas open. That's what gets Jared Cook going. And Taysom Hill is just – he can literally one drive, I go, wow, yeah. this could be dangerous. And then the next drive, I'm like, is that Nathan Peterman with a little bit better <laughs> speed? What's going on? So I just don't know with him. And that loss had some serious ramifications because now the Packers are in the driver's seat for the number one seed mm-hmm. in the NFC. And the Saints have the Chiefs next week, Vikings, Panthers. And the Packers have the Panthers, Titans, Bears. I could see – the Saints are just like I was saying, the Steelers are the team that need that bye week. The Saints also need that bye week because I don't think Breeze is rushing back to play the Chiefs because they – might not even win that game with Brees. And fracturing, we, we talked about this before, fracturing that many ribs, I'm going to give my man some time to come yeah. back, you know. So, Tony, what you are you worried about the Chiefs, or not the Chiefs, the Saints in the playoffs now? No, and, and that is a classic trap game. Going over to the East Coast to play the Eagles, uh, a team from the, got the Chiefs East, coming up. The Chiefs coming up. They That was a classic trap, and, and they sure fell into it. Uh, and I would say that although, I, you know, you get eight and a half against the Panthers, you normally take it. I think the Packers need to be careful this week with Carolina, especially if for some reason McCaffrey sneaks onto the field because they've got the- – I think – did I read today that he's out again? I've heard he's out. Doubtful? I don't know why he would, but yeah, just in case. But because um, they've got the Titans running behind them and, and Bears at the end. So it's a real – that's their trap game. But – um but yeah, I, I'm not worried about the Saints at all uh, for that, and and the Eagles, for what it's worth, still has you know they've got some talent here and there. But um, so no, I'm not worried about the Saints. They're not worried about the Saints. What was another game? Then what was a game other than that that kind of well, I, caught your eye? Yeah, and I, honestly, I really I, it's unfortunate I didn't get to see all these games, but I really liked the the weekend as it turned out because you saw some things. Uh, I, I thought the Rams dominated the Patriots, and, and I, I think that that seals the deal on Cam Newton. Um, he, he's either a backup quarterback next year or we're going to see him next to Michael Irvin on NFL Sunday morning. 
Um, what about the other Cam in that game? Cam Akers looking good at running yeah. back for the Rams. Kids figured it out, and and that's they're probably their their deal all along. And this is a balanced team we've talked about. I think the Rams may be the favorite in the NFC, depending on how things break. But because uh, they can, they are built. They are built to go to to um, uh, to Lambeau and and beat the yeah. Packers. They're built for that now. But the other game I thought that was uh, a couple of games I thought that was interesting. The Dolphins staying close with the Chiefs and, and making them uh, uh, work it was a, a a good sign for the Dolphins because they've got a tough schedule yeah. coming up to try to to hold on to that playoff spot. I think the um, uh, the Washington football team beating a quality team of the 49ers, although I think the 49ers may have the record for most injuries for a team in the world, Debo going out on the very first play of the game. It's just terrible for that. I just, I don't know what they must have met at the, met the devil at the crossroads yeah. last year. Cause they, Something. Really they sold their soul to the devil last year. Yeah. I don't know what they did, but yeah. man, but, I, but, but Washington showed that they are a dominating defense. And, and that's scary. If they get to 500, even if they don't get, to can we take a second yeah. to talk about chase young? My goodness, dude. that dude. They're talking about a defensive rookie of the year, dude. The rookie of the year. I mean, just amazing yeah. what he's doing. And uh, and then finally, uh, you know, I, you know, um, I think the Packers. Uh, and, and this is kind of just slight, but the Packers going into Detroit and beating the beating the Lions thirty one twenty four. I mean, they did. Matt Stafford did get uh, out at the last minute there. I think they the Lions probably come back, but. 24 points scored by the Lions against the Packers. I think that shows that they're still vulnerable. Um yeah. and they didn't take care of they didn't take care of the Lions and that's not a trap game cuz th- that's an NFC North game and it's been going on since 1847 or whenever they've been playing each other up there. And uh so uh they should have done better than that against the Lions, but uh but I I I really, you know, let's be careful talking about Washington. Yeah, there. I we don't know now. Alex Smith had their they're saying it's calf issue. Yeah, I don't think it's related to the other leg issues that he's had. It is that same leg, but they're making it sound like it's not related at all. Yeah. But just scary seeing him with a leg injury. And I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of happy for Dwayne Haskins to get another chance. But the reason that football team is dangerous is because Alex Smith will not screw it up, and that defense might just win you the game. Dwayne Haskins, I don't feel near as confident confident about him not screwing it up. Dude, he could very well screw it up. Dude, all they got to do is, is pull out the Trent Dilfer playbook and say, man, just score 16 points. All we want you to do is score 16. You score 16 points, we'll win a game for you. I don't care. How, hey, you just score 10 <laughs> points, we'll get the other six. Just <laughs> You just score 10 points and don't give up the football. I, they, they need to pull out the Trent Dilfer playbook. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. <laughs> I want to go to a game, and LJ, I don't know if this is going to be one that raised your eyebrow. It, it made me think of you because... One of your the only the only game you missed, I think, last week on your three locks were or your three picks yeah. were the Vikings to cover against the Bucks. And they should have. Yeah. They were a Dan Bailey away from not only covering but winning that game. Yeah. I I think the Bucks are that team for me that I don't know why, but every single week they I talk myself into this team's gonna get it right this week. This is that we knew it was going to take a while for them to gel. We knew it was going to take a while, and this is the week they're going to cover. And I, luckily, I was right, and I, my, my, for my wallet, I was right, <laughs> and they won. But I do not like that Bucks team. They don't run the ball great. Tom was okay, but he missed some wide open guys in the first half. And as I said, if Dan Baylor makes field goals, the Vikings win that game. What, yeah. what do you think? Are the Bucks frisky? Are they still getting right, or, or should we just give up on them? I mean, are you who are you asking? I'm asking you, El. What do you? Oh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I I don't even know how to pin the Bucks. They're just such a weird team to me. So I I totally agree with you that it's, I, they're they're feisty, but they're unpredictable. I I wouldn't put too much money on them going to the Super Bowl or anything. But well, Bruce Arians after the game was like, "Well, we we're not going to apologize for a win. We found our identity. I didn't. What identity? Yeah. They didn't run the ball good. They didn't throw the ball good. Their defense wasn't great. Your identity is hope for missed kicks. That's not a good one. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Broncos had that with Tebow, and uh, that was a first playoff, a first round out, or a second round out. So um, that can be an identity. I just I don't think it works out very well for you. <laughs> and a uh, poor Vikings. Uh, I, I guess they still have a shot. They need some help now. They need the Cardinals to lose. I don't think they get in. No, I don't either. I hate it. Especially, I don't. has Dan Bailey been fired yet? Do we know? They don't have a kicker. I, I wasn't it, it the Vikings like a couple years ago where it was Blair Walsh could not yeah. make a kick in the playoffs? No, that's, what, that what is Minnesota's entire history. Wide yeah. left is their entire history. Missed, the missed that short little field goal against the uh, Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Ah, Vikings fans, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Just for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, LJ, what was the game that caught your eye? Well, not one game. Uh, it's just over the past couple of weeks, the the NFC least, just kind of taking it to some pretty good teams. I just feel like more teams need to think about trying to convince their entire conference to take 10 weeks off. Because <laughs> um, that might be a pretty solid strategy. I mean, I'm really kind of interested in that long term. And then I also wanted to, I don't know if this is like common knowledge, but apparently Nickelodeon's hosting a wild card football game. Have you seen that? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Really? So they're, they're trying gonna... to entice, they're trying to entice fans for like six years, six to 16, because that'll be their long-term fans. Yeah. And, and they're like putting digital slime in the end zones and they're going to put like googly eyes on players as they like oh celebrate and stuff. God. It's ridiculous. I believe I'm LJ, so I read, I might be wrong, but I think they're going to have like when kickers kick a field goal, you know how the camera shows from behind. Since the field goal post is yellow, they're going to make that a big SpongeBob SquarePants that the kick has to go into. <laughs> love it! I love it. It's so stupid. It's and the halftime show is going to be a big, like a big trailer for the new SpongeBob movie. I think that's coming oh, out. It's going to so. be so dumb. I'm so excited. It's it might be the only Weird. game I watch from beginning to end this year. Just to- and that has to be. It's funny that you mentioned the NFC East and then went to that because that has to be the playoff game. They're going to put the oh, NFC East in that playoff point. game. Sure on their <laughs> It has to be. <laughs> just tell me. Just tell me when 2020 is over, man. Just tell me. Because, you know, if I got to watch a football game with SpongeBob as the goalpost and slime. I mean, that'll be in 2021, so we might have two years of this. Gosh, <laughs> well, Tony, hell, I just okay. hope you get to watch it. I mean, damn. I did, too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> True. Fucking in. Direct. <laughs> I, hope, I hope for I hope for the people that answer Directv's phone calls that he gets to watch it too because there's gonna be a mad Uncle Tony calling. Yeah. I just if we ever get sponsored by Directv, you know we got paid. It's that's gonna take right. a lot. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, I want to get to our locks of the week, especially since LJ gave us a Garon guarantee. I but first I need someone to talk me out of why I know it's a bad idea to bet. On the Chargers and Anthony Lynn. I just know it's a bad idea. It's not good for my mental well-being. But some reason. They're playing the Raiders. That money line. They're playing the Raiders who are a a Greg Williams idiotic play call away from losing three straight, including one to the Jets. And they just fired their defensive coordinator on a short week. I kind of. Someone talked me out of it. I kind of like the Chargers money line here. Kevin, I'm, no hell, I'm with you. That was one of my locks. I think, damn, the Chargers are getting three and a half at the Raiders. Shit, I'm all over that. I'm all over it. <laughs> are you not worried? I mean, I just think that's bad for our, our, our mental health to bet on the Chargers. I just think we're – I can already envision myself 24 wow. hours from now, and the listener, by the time this is out, they'll already know, like, what happened. But yeah, I, I just can see – I would not surprise me at all if I'm sitting on the couch going, damn it. So, I knew they were screw this up against <laughs> well, the Raiders. I just knew it. You know, now they can lose by one or two and still beat the spread. Now, I don't know that mm-hmm. I'd go money line with them because you know they're going to lose by one or two, right? You know. <laughs> and they are getting three and they are getting three in the hook, so we're, we're good with them just losing by three. So they lose on that last second field goal, you're you're golden. Cuz yeah. you know that's what's going to happen. Well, that that was in my in the tickler file. Uh, Pops, <laughs> is that is that going to be – let's go to our bet online locks of the week since you said that was one you were thinking of. I'm not – that's definitely not a lock for me, but I, if I, I might get frisky tonight and put a little something on it. But what's your lock of the week? I mean, I do like I've – got, I've got two written down. I like the Chargers plus three and a half because I'm, I'm like Tony. If they lose on a last-minute field goal, you win. Uh, and, and Lynn can mess that up and allow that to happen. And you know what? Oh, Here's the other one I like a little bit. I like Chicago is getting three at Minnesota. And who the hell is Minnesota? I, we don't know yet. I mean, I, who is Chicago? That's a fair question, too. Yeah. But they've been playing. All of a sudden, Trubisky looks good. He, he looks like pretty good. Uh, now, they're playing at Minnesota. I wish they were playing at Chicago. But still, I, I like I like Chicago getting three uh, against Minnesota. So, locks are strong words to use. But <laughs> but uh, those are the two the games. Of the week. Those are picks. Yeah, those are picks, let's just say. 
Wow. So Pops is going to be putting his money behind Mitchell Trubisky and Anthony Lynn. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Picks, Kevin. They're picks, not locks. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I want to ask you, LJ, this isn't a lock for me, but a game that I'm kind of worried about for the Bills. The Bills play the Broncos this week, and – I could see a letdown. The Broncos are frisky. I don't think they win a whole lot of games, but they're frisky. They yeah. kind of play hard. And Drew Locke can can have a Drew Locke game where he throws four, like last week, those four touchdowns and no picks. And I could see the Bills having a letdown. They just won two primetime games, big wins. And then next week they get to possibly end the Patriots dynasty and win their first AFC East <laughs> championship. And I don't know how since Jim Kelly. I couldn't, I could see the Broncos screwing up some parlays or some Survivor Leagues next week. I, you know, I, I think you're right. I don't know. Um, I, I don't want to touch that game at all. I'm just not touching Smart it. man. But what, yeah. what game are you? What, what, uh, let's get to it. The guaranteed okay. lock of the week. LJ said it's just easy money. What do all we right. got? Get out your pencils. So um, since 2013. <laughs> I'm just logging in real quick so I can go ahead and put my. my yeah, my yeah go ahead and get out. your wallet out. Yeah, yeah. It's I good got to my go. big chief Indian pad and number two pencil ready. Go ahead. No, here, here's what I'll tell you too. put put a quarter of what you're worth down on this. And then if I'm wrong, put the other three quarters on something else. I got the backup plan. Um, OK, so um, since 2013, there's been an absolute consistency absolute consistency outside of one shocking occasion. The Dolphins always beat the Patriots in December, always, except for in 2014 when they were in New England and the Patriots won the Super Bowl that year. So if you take the Dolphins with a quarter of everything you're worth right now, you're good to go. It's a guarantee. And if I'm wrong, the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. Put everything else down on it. I mean, it's a fact. Ah, ah. Wow. <laughs> Dolphins, so are you? So your money line, you're saying money money line, line. right? Uh, well, I mean, it's only minus one. Dolphins are minus one. I'll take either way. I'm not worried about it. Minus one. Oh, pops, what you don't understand, it don't matter. The Dolphins in December, it's just what happens. They beat the Patriots. Am I right, LJ? It's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. Okay, they're in Miami. It's December. It's a fact. I mean, it's just a fact. They don't have to play. All right, let me see. You got my pink slip here. Put it down. <laughs> All righty. Uncle Tony, what is your lock of the week? Well, damn. Uh, oh, did I take it? Was I'm that going to be it? Yeah, I, I can tell you, uh, gentlemen, uh, that not only has LJ got that as his lock, Prestige Worldwide <laughs> has it as his lock, and <laughs> Uncle Tony had it as his lock. So I mean, so stay away from that bet, then. I, oh, God. I, really I was like going to say, do you, isn't there something about when all the money's on Ooh. one team, you just know, uh-oh, yep. oh, Vegas yeah, must know so something. Put some, put some dollars down on the Pats. Uh, <laughs> I'll sprinkle a little bit on Pats' money line. Just a little bit. Uh, hedge your bet. 20, yeah, two. <laughs> Two credits on Miami, a half credit on New England. Let's see what you get. Oh, so anyway, so my next is I'm rolling uh, with the homies, and uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Washington football team. I'm showing five and a half. What do you guys got for the football team? Uh, I'm showing plus five and a half. Plus five and a half, yep. I really liked it, and and – against Seattle and Seattle really hadn't been scoring that many points coming in. The over under on that is only 44 and a half. Normally when Seattle rolls to town, you're seeing uh upper forties to 50. So I think that they're getting credit to that uh, football team defense. Uh, and uh, 
And like I said, if they, if if Haskins can give them sixteen points, I think they they cover here. And uh, Seattle is really struggling right now to to run the football on quality teams, and the Redskins are excellent up front. And we know how many times Russell Wilson is getting put on the ground. I I think the Washington Football Team. I'm not saying they're going to win it. I don't know that I'd money line it, but give them five and a half. And if it pushes to six, I really like Washington here. Okay. okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I I think Washington or, or Seattle kind of they had. The get-right game against New York, and they realize what they need to do down the stretch, and they're in a dead heat for that AFC West. They need to win these games because they'll play the Rams next week. Yeah, I, That one scares me a little bit. Yeah, I do like that defense, but I, I need to see what quarterback's playing for Washington, I think, yeah. before, before I go in on it. Um, you said you're rolling with your homies in Washington. I think I'm going to roll with my homie. And go Kansas City okay. minus three against T- Taysom Hill cannot score with Mahomes. I, I like that Chiefs defense, but he James pops in the in the top of the second quarter, and it's a whole new ball. Game. Now I'm scared. That's going to be a fun game. If they told me right now Jameis is that quarterback, I might sprinkle a little on the Saints money line. I don't know why they're not starting Jameis, Winston, but <laughs> hey boys, it's neither here nor there. Drew Brees is eligible to come off IR this week. Do you think they're rushing back for that one though? I, I feel like that's just asking Chris Jones to. To no. crush another uh, uh, rib. Yeah, I honestly though it just depends on if the Saints feel like they can go to Lambeau and win. If they feel like they can, they don't. If if they feel like they can't, they do. Because uh, that's what this I is just, about. I think Kansas City th- they were hoping they needed the the Steelers to to roll out the red carpet for them to have a chance at that one seat. And lo and behold, here we are. And they're they're not going to let it go. I don't think now. I think that they got their sights on a bye week. And Andy Reid, you know, you know, he loves a good bye week. He's yeah. like, un, isn't he undefeated coming off a of bye or one loss in his career? Something like off that. Of He's bye. good. He's good. So that one's it. I got, but I do have a little. I'm like LJ. I got a little bonus bonus pick this week. Uh oh. Okay. I like on Sunday night. Oh. I like the Cleveland Browns minus five over the Giants, especially if Danny Jones is playing because I think Miles Garrett Forts is at least two fumbles against Daniel Jones because that's just what he does is fumble the ball. Yeah. And I think the Browns get right. The Giants, they play decent. They play tough, but I just think the Browns are a good team and they bounce back and get that W. And, Tony, we mentioned it last week. I don't know if uh, you, you saw this. Do you know what game was supposed to be on Sunday night before before this one got flexed? Uh, America's team? Took, America's team? Dallas, yeah. They Dallas took the Lord. Dallas Cowboys <laughs> against the San Francisco 49ers out of primetime to put in the Browns and Joe Judge and the Giants. That is something else. Jerry Jones, do you think he's – is he happy the Cowboys aren't in primetime or is he pissed that Jason Garrett will now be in primetime? No. Mm. That is – I, I, yeah, I wouldn't – Jerry yeah. loves him some him and he loves him himself on the on national TV, but I don't know if you want the Cowboys on national TV this year. I think we've done enough yeah. uh, embarrassing, embarrassing the star this year. <laughs> all right, so our locks, we have Dolphins minus one. Put it all, all down on Dolphins minus one over the Patriots. The Washington football team plus five and a half against Seattle. Chicago pops is putting all his money on Anthony Lynn and Mitchell Trubisky. But Chicago plus three and Kansas City minus three against the Saints. All right, looking good. I, before we move off from the NFL stuff, uh, playoff picture. Is there any one team you got right now? Four teams have clinched so far in the playoffs: Chiefs, Steelers, Packers, and Saints. Can you tell me one team who is currently in will fall out, or 
one team who is currently out but will get in. Either one. You, you don't have to have it both. I'll start with you, uh, Tony. Yeah, I am uh, I'm concerned about uh, the uh, um, Miami Dolphins, unfortunately. Uh, other than beating the Patriots this weekend. Uh, <laughs> it, it, they got a guaranteed win coming yeah, up. What do you mean? I'm a little concerned because the Ravens have a great schedule down the stretch. Uh, and they just need the Dolphins to lose one of the next three. And unfortunately, uh, with the what they're trying to do at quarterback, uh, working Tua into it, uh, he's done great. Still think somebody's going to come up against that rookie, t- show him something he hadn't seen. They're going to lose a close game. And uh, so I, I, I think the Ravens can sneak in on Miami, but I don't see anybody else in that AFC getting in other than the Ravens. I'm going to, can I just follow up to second that I put down, I've written down the schedule. The Ravens play the Jags, the Giants and the Bengals to finish out their season. That should be three wins. It should be, it might not be, but it should be. Um, and, and then I was looking at the Colts and the Dolphins. The Colts have the Texans, Pittsburgh and the Jaguars and the Dolphins have the Patriots, the Raiders and the Bills. And they both need to win all three of their games. If the Ravens win all three to stay in. So uh, one of those is going out, and I, I think I agree with Tony. I think Miami's the the most likely yeah. offender. As huh? Well, I, so I know Kevin. I, I know Kevin. This is this is chasing bad money, but I know there's there's a, a financial impact for you for the for the Dolphins not winning the AFC East. <laughs> but this is correct. I think that the best thing for Miami would be if Buffalo wins their next two and clinches that division. Because yeah. when the Bills and the Dolphins play, there'll be nothing for the Bills to play for. And there'll good point, be good everything point. for the Dolphins to play for. And I think that could make the difference because I don't think either the Chiefs or the Steelers, because remember, we've only got one bye this year, and I don't think the Bills are going to be in a position to get that. So if we want to see the Dolphins in the playoff and Kevin loses money, I think we really want to see the Bills win their next two, and that way the Dolphins won't see the best Bills that you could see on that Week 17. Well, so as you mentioned, there is some there. there I do have a little investment in it, and <laughs> I as I could wouldn't shock me to see the Steelers or the the Bills lose to the Brown Broncos. I don't. I wouldn't put my money on it, but it wouldn't shock me. And then all of a sudden. I mean, the Dolphins, I'm already putting a W in the one call for them because LJ told me it's a guarantee. <laughs> guarantee. So all of a sudden, it's a game behind. They do play the Bills week 17. I don't know exactly the tiebreakers, but you're telling me there's a chance. There's still a chance, <laughs> still a chance. for them to win the AFC. And I, you've been pounding the drum. I, it's interesting that y'all both went Dolphins because when I first looked at it, I thought the one team that's not in that has got to get in, I already knew it. In my head, I was like, the Ravens will get in. They got a good schedule. They're getting in. But then when you have to take a team out, it's hard to take the Colts out. It could hard be the Colts, take the Browns though. out. Um, I, just to throw out something on the Colts, I mean, the Texans can win a game here and there. Um, Pittsburgh can uh, win a game, you know, if they can start catching footballs. And the Jaguars, I mean, almost every game they've lost has been by, like, less than three or four points. They're a better team than their record shows. I mean, they're not a good team, but they're a better team than it looks like they are, and they have a chance to win that game, too. So the Colts could get knocked out of this as well. Yeah. But I and think the, it's my I, The mustache is back. The mustache is back. <laughs> so, pops, where are you shifting away from the AFC? Or are you yeah, kind of staying somewhere? I, I was in the NFC, but I have a, clarif- a clarification question. There are seven teams from each conference that make the playoffs, right? Because you get yes. one by. Correct. Yes, right. Okay. So then, this with that being said, I don't in the NFC. Arizona 
Cardinals right now are in. They have right. They have the seven. They have they're the seven seed. They have Philly, San Francisco, and the Rams left. I think they fall out, and I think Chicago beats Minnesota this week. Ooh. And I think they sneak in the back door because they got Jacksonville after that and Green Bay, which is a game that won't they won't care. So I think if Green if Chicago beats Minnesota this weekend, I think Arizona falls out. I think Chicago makes it in. I mean, wow. Green Bay might oh, care. That's bold. I like it. I like that call. I don't know that I agree, but I like it. Of course you like it. It's bold. <laughs> I mean, how much Chicago crap you got in that par- apartment? <laughs> I mean, enough. That <laughs> see, I could. Who did yeah. you have the Cardinals schedule? Did you have that? Written yeah, the out, Cardinals Pops? are at Philly, San Francisco, and the Rams. Now, the Rams game, that last Rams. game, may not matter, um, which would throw a little kink in that. But they could be playing for seeding, um, possibly. Mm. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, Lifford, I, I, I thought about that, but I, you know, if the Saints somehow win this weekend against the Chiefs, which I'm I'm not as on board as, as Kevin is on that Kansas City minus three. But um and God help me, I'm gonna see prestige worldwide this weekend. But um <laughs> uh, the uh uh I think the Packers are playing for seeding for that for that bye uh that last weekend and, and if that happens I don't think Chicago's got a prayer. Yeah you're and right so, about that. If Green Bay's playing, yeah. yeah. What I wouldn't know, and here's the here's the kicker, is if Arizona Vikings, what well, won't be the Vikings because the Bears and Vikings play this, if Arizona and Chicago end up tied, who has the tiebreaker? I I like the IT department to look at that. Don't know the if answer. who ties Chicago Arizona, and Arizona. Arizona Chicago. If they're both nine seven, do we know who's got that tiebreaker? I believe Arizona, but that's kind of half ass math here. So I don't no. don't uh, quote me on that one. A team that's interesting. You know who I think falls out? Say I finally found it. The Washington. I, I know you like them. Washington football team. I think the Eagles somehow, some mm. way, and we're going to go. Doug Peterson was a wimp for taking that tie, but that tie is going to get him in because the Eagles. The Eagles play Arizona. Oh, they got to beat Arizona, who I think is decent. Uh, you better think again, there, friend. I think the Washington football team. They fall out, and either uh, I don't think the Cowboys do it, but. Who, who the Cowboys or Eagles? I think the Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. One of the. If I had a choice oh, on Washington football team the, or the field, yeah, we need to talk I about that field. somewhere else. Because who are the Giants going to be to get there? I mean, they all those guys have one of the worst schedules. The, the NFC East has the worst schedule coming down the stretch, and the Redskins have put themselves a game and a half ahead of of the Eagles. So the Giants got to play the Browns, Ravens, then the Cowboys. That's tough. You know who has a who has a fairly easy schedule going down the stretch. The Dallas Cowboys, it's not Uh-oh. that tough. No. I I wouldn't oh, put money on it. I told you I don't want them to win. I want a draft pick. But the Cowboys always find a way to piss me off, and they're going to actually find a way to piss me yeah. off by winning yeah. this year, I think. Yeah. And well, that'll be a change. They're, they're going to get on Nickelodeon, and at least I can watch them in the Nickelodeon game because I just think the Washington football team falls out because if Alex Smith's not playing – I don't think they. I don't think they get it, and we just don't know if he plays. But I said that's like my you bold asking, pick of the week. Yep. You were asking uh, Arizona or Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. It looks like the tiebreaker goes to Arizona or uh, Chicago right now. Then, oh. then I think Lifford's got a his his argument just got better. 
Yeah, that's um, pretty fair. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, because the, the Bears, if they get if they can somehow beat Green Bay at the end of the year, the Cardinals probably do lose one more, um, and uh, the Bears could get in. But I don't think so. <laughs> we shall see. That's, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> this will be tough. We shall see. All right. Well, support for the Just Press Play podcast comes from Manscaped, who is the best <laughs> men's below-the-belt grooming. Look, guys, the holidays are here. Have you made your wish list yet? Our sponsors today have the number one wished-for gift this year. It's Manscaped, baby, the best in men's below the below and above the belt grooming. Manscaped is here to ensure you're taking care of your manhood and your nose hairs with the perfect performance package. Look, Naughty or nice, this is the season to perform. I don't know if I want to keep going with <laughs> their full, their full uh, ad here. But you don't. anytime you're trying to get rid of some hairs, regardless of where you're doing that, nose, ears, below the belt, it, you just don't want to see plucks or nicks or snags. And that's what Manscaped does for you. They take care of it all. And the Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and makes for the perfect gift. Imagine, imagine opening an attractive box that says, your boss will thank you with the most sought after gadgets and scents a person could find. Included in this package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Look, guys, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hairs is a major turnoff. So why not use the best tools for the job here? This bundle also includes the Lawnmower 3.0 Trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for all your below the belt and just all over your body really it just takes care of everything and the dads can't stop and about can't stop talking about this the teens secretly buy this and the women will love it it's <laughs> the season to manscape yourself get your dad get your brother get your friends get your roommate get everybody the best gift of all the manscape performance package and let's not forget about their famous liquid formulations the crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine get the performance package now and receive their two free gifts the manscape boxers and the shed travel bag the performance package is the best value that manscaped has to offer and has all the best things that you want get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com thank you manscaped for making us look good all around Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R at manscaped.com. Um, yeah. You know, Kevin, I've always found that? if you want your, your bells to jingle and not scrape, you really want to use that Manscaped. Yeah. <laughs> I, facts. Facts. I like to hear jingle bells, but I don't want my bells jingled. You know, so right. I, I'm with you. Um, an update pops. Uh, James Harden says that his Atlanta and Vegas trips that had him forced to quarantine were to work with, quote, personal trainers. <laughs> I didn't realize his personal trainers work at nightclubs with little baby, with, the rapper. I think right. he was at a couple of buffets is what I think he was at. <laughs> he was at. He did. So he looked a little Pack better pounds, once he took Pack off his pounds. like shooting shirt. But, yeah, there's a picture going around of him in his warm-ups, and he looked a little thick with some cues there. <laughs> personal trainer, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so we still don't know the James Harden saga, what will happen with him. They do have those odds over at Bet Online now. I was looking. I, I think the Nets are number one because that's the team he wants. I don't know how that works. And then because I just don't know where that trade is going to happen. And then the next was the Sixers, who I kind of like. I was going to ask y'all, did y'all happen to see 
any of the Kyrie Irving stuff where he didn't want to talk to the media and then did want to talk to the media and then his whole little saga. You know, no, I missed it. I've almost quit listening to Kyrie Irving. He, I mean, I, I like to watch him play, but I wish he'd shut up. You know, I mean, he just says odd stuff. Shit, he can play freaking yeah. basketball though. He's it's so weird. He had his one. He had his uh, like he, he didn't go to the interview. Got fined twenty five thousand dollars, and then like had this post talking about how he will not talk to the pawns. And this thing's bigger than the media and all this stuff. And like seemed like he was having this crusade against the media, which you get paid a lot of money to play basketball and then answer a few questions. Like it's not mm-hmm. that hard. Like you could you could go Marshawn Lynch and just say, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Literally, you could say yeah. that and you and you do your job. But then he had his next interview the other day where he did like a Zoom call with him. And it was a very like a, a, a cool interview. Like it was, a, I learned a lot from it. He seemed to talk about Steve Nash and the the dynamic between him and KD, and then talked about the media. I was like, "You seem like a cool guy here." I just think, and it's something I think we've said before. Kyrie Irving is interesting, and I think he's a smart guy. He's just not as interesting and not as smart as Kyrie Irving thinks Kyrie Irving is. I think that's where it comes down to. I, I don't know. He's he's a he's an oddball, but pops. You're right. I, I finally got to see KD back in action with Kyrie in some preseason. Scary, a little scary. It's good to have him back. Yeah. It's good to have him back. You know, I, I'll say this. Um, you know, pharmaceuticals are a great thing, and depending on when the right pharmaceutical you take, you either do want to talk to the media or you don't. And so <laughs> that's true. Just Kyrie's just got to figure out which pharmaceutical he needs to stick with and go with that. That's my personal yeah. otherwise, That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I could, you know, care less what Kyrie thinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's do a check-in before we get out of here. I want to check in with you guys uh, a little. I don't know if people are still in quarantine or whatnot, but we we did a while back ago kind of what we're watching. It's kind of like what we're listening to, but just uh, more for shows. So I want to check and see what you're watching. Pops, do you have anything good you've either recently seen or currently well, I'm, watching? Yeah, I'm just now into two things. Uh, one quickly is the last season of Shameless. I'm watching the last season of Shameless. Um, and it's it's probably time for it to be the last season. But anyway, I'm watching it. It's all right. I'm, I'm going to watch it out. The other one, and I, why is his name? Is, who was the Breaking Bad guy? What's his name? Bill, uh, Cranston. Cranston. Brian Cranston. Cranston, yeah. He's in Your Honor. Have you heard about this one? Is that the new Showtime It's the show? new Showtime one where he is a judge in New Orleans. And and I don't think I'm giving anything away. This is the crux of the story. His his He's just him and his son. His wife is, is no longer with him. And his son has an accident and and leaves like a Lamar Jackson he, accident? no 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 or? he doesn't have poopy <laughs> pants he might have had poopy pants after he had the accident uh but he, yes, he he has an accident with a with another oh. uh, individual and and the other individual winds up not making it through and he leaves the scene as our as our good friends midnight star would say hit and run just for fun yeah they have yeah they do say it a little Little like that, yeah, Tony. Little like that. Um, <laughs> so, so hit and run, and then he kill. He ended up killing. He kills the so, guy, but then he leaves. The previews, and so. and yeah. So anyway, that's the crux of the story. Uh, this is a, a, a judge in in New Orleans, son that that leaves the scene of an accident. And interesting. Uh, and anyway, it's a, yeah, I believe it's one of those short uh, like docu series, like eight uh, eight or something, which I really have grown to like. I just finished watching the one with, uh, Nicole Kidman and the undoing. Is that the one you watched? Uh, what was it? The undoing. The undoing. The undoing. Yeah. The undoing. 
Um, I thought it was pretty good, even if it wasn't somewhat predictable. But uh, but it was it was a good show. Certainly worth watching. But your honor uh, looks like it could be a decent one. I like Cranston. I just think well, anything he's in. Yeah, I'm he's, a big fan of Brian. He's Beach. really good. Uh, Tony, what do you got? You been watching anything good? I what? know you're not watching. You're not watching uh, CBS and NBC at times. I'm not. <laughs> so no uh, blue bloods for me. Uh, uh, so what we've been watching is uh, we just finished Queen's Gambit. Now, obviously, I'm behind oh. the whole rest of the country. Apparently, hey, I'm still not even there yet. So. Oh, dude, it is fantastic. It's that good. Was, All right, damn not good. Not only was it a great show, it was just a great show. <laughs> I, we truly enjoyed that. That was the only endorsement I was waiting on. Now I'm good to go. I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> there you go. You should. It, it is really good. It's good. Um, the girl who does it, I can't think of her name. I want to look it Tyler up. Tyler Joy is or something like that. Fantastic. Well, really good. Yeah, wow. They really do a good job of making her look like a real young little girl. And then all of a sudden she is a full grown, good looking woman. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's actually two actresses there. They have someone 10 playing when she's 10 and then. Well, yeah, but even even at the way where she ages from like fifteen to uh, nineteen, it's the same. Yeah, see, that's that's not makeup they're doing there. It's (laughs) it's not Captain America where they make. I know what you're saying, but Tony, even after it's Anna Taylor Joy or whatever, I'm just saying (laughs) it's incredible how they can make her not as pretty. Yeah, but (laughs) two other things I'll give you. (laughs) We we started watching and we haven't been able to go through it. Is uh, the flight attendant with Kaylee Cuoco? not that I have any edibles at my house, but if you, I would think that if you have edibles at your house, if you have an edible and then watch the flight attendant, it would be really, really good. Good uh, but with right edibles. Now, it's still pretty good. I don't know if y'all have seen it or not. <laughs> I'm writing that down, Tony. <laughs> but uh, it is it is pretty freaky. Not what you expect, Katie Cuoco. And uh, uh, It'd be better if she wasn't wearing bras, but she does. So, but um, still, it's a really good show, and uh, I, I, we're gonna we're gonna finish that one out. Uh, and I will say this: that since my wife Cindy watches West Wing, I watch West Wing, and yeah. so she started doing that again. And, and you know what? You really miss how really good television is supposed to be. Every single actor a genius. in that show is great, and yeah. the writing is smart. Uh, yeah. They're not having to to you know uh, stoop down to you know bad writing or bad episode. It's just fantastic. It's really yeah. good, and so Agreed. she's finishing up with that, and I enjoy watching that as well. So, so West Wing is yeah. held up from from way back. It's oh yeah, yeah. it has. I might oh, yeah. watch that again. Well, I so loved it when it was honestly, out. And I'll, I'll say this: if you have some. It actually start is starting to ring true again, regardless of whether you're a Democrat or Republican. If you listen to the things that they talk about and then kind of juxtaposition that to the Trump administration, it, it's it's pretty interesting to go. Mm, yeah. Hmm, so that's what a president is supposed to do. It, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so that's yeah. one I, I was on my I wanted to start watching it, but it leaves Netflix at the end of December. Oh no. And it's a it's a lot of it's like a, I think it's like eight seasons and it's not just 20, like short seasons. No, it's twenty two episodes a season, hour long. It's a it is something else now. Yeah. But uh I'm not sure where it's going. Uh Cindy told me because she was freaking is out. It Peacock she saw maybe? either Peacock or HBO Max, and I can't remember which one. If she, so once I know where it's going, she'll, she'll come around the corner. But um yeah, I it 
it, it's a really good show. I recommend it. Absolutely. Once I know where it's going and I know if I have it or not, I definitely want to watch it because I know that was one hey, yeah. both parents watched. Oh, I, I just know people loved it at the time. I've seen people that watched it now for the first time, love it now. And and my what I'm watching segues perfectly because it's West Wing's written by Aaron Sorkin, and I'm finally watching another one that LJ's been telling me to watch. Oh, yes. And the newsroom is fantastic. Yes. Yes. It's so good. And Tony, it's funny that you say that about West Wing. It just shows how Aaron Sorkin's writing stands up because the newsroom's the same way. Like they're doing old, older stories, but what's happening behind the scenes is the same. It's like, it's so relevant in today in 2020. And I, Aaron Sorkin is just a wizard when it comes to well, writing. And that's pretty cool, too, because I remember when that show was coming out, it was basically talking about things that happened last year. Um, yeah. Like directly talking about things that happened a year ago. And I, yeah, I'm glad yeah. that's held up. It's yeah. so good. Isn't that Jeff Daniels? Yeah. That's Jeff Daniels. You don't yeah. expect him to be that good, right? No. You don't agreed. expect him No, to be I've good. seen him in other things and I did not expect him to be oh, this. Okay, well, check out Jeff Daniels in a couple of things. First of all, there's an old movie called Looper. It's not old, but you know it's it's. I want to watch that. I haven't seen it yet. Jeff Daniels yeah. is in that, and he does a good job. And then, um, uh, in that old uh uh movie uh that's um oh now I forgot it's it's the guy that's uh, is Speed with Keanu Reeves. He's in oh that. And Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah, and he gets. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who had to see Speed, <laughs> but. He's very good in that. And, and, uh, I mean, it's. I will say I, I, you can't I, really I have a spoiler for for a what? How old is that movie now? Uh, I mean, that's an old movie. Yeah. Something years old. Yeah, <laughs> he gets blown up, and, it, and but uh, <laughs> by um, uh, nineteen ninety four by Dennis Hopper, and so uh, yeah, it, it, but he's really good in that. So I I agree. The newsroom that's that's a pretty good show. Uh, uh, I didn't realize this was going to turn into uh, an Aaron Sorkin fest, but yeah, West Wing's <laughs> on my list and Newsroom is awesome. And LJ, you've been telling me to watch that. You and Hannah both are like, you got to watch it. Oh. And I finally watched it and I cannot stop. I mean, I'm just so, I'm so glad you like it. I've, I've been kind of like nervous that you'd watch it and be like, okay, it's good. But like the news is, it's so wrong about everything that it's stupid. Well, yeah. And, I, and for, for anyone who doesn't know, I work in it's local news and not near the, the stuff <laughs> right. that they're on, but it's, it's so similar. Like it's so on point. And it's just a good acting. I love yeah. all the characters yeah. in it. It's really good. I, I disagree, Kevin. I think the news that you produce is the most important news in the world. So just, hey. just keep that in mind. Hey. Well, you're and right here in the market, that's baby. That's right. Because I can't see it. And um, <laughs> Well, and local Max. news beats 24-hour news networks. That's what, just, I mean, I don't know anybody that disagrees with that. West Wing is moving to HBO Max. I just saw that, yeah. Oh, I'm just going to go from one Sorkin to the next. West Wing go. is next, baby. All right, perfect. LJ, what are you either watching or have been watching? Well, so I've been watching the Aaron Sorkin classic sports. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> we need uh, to get Aaron Sorkin on the pod. That actually oh, would be awesome. If we could make that happen. Oh, man. Um, but no, I've been uh, I've been watching uh, The Boys. I mean, I'm done with it now, but I would suggest to anybody that hasn't seen that, that is, that is absolutely Season two. two, season two. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've watched it all. Yeah, it yeah, it's. Okay. Oh, it's it's worth it. It's definitely worth okay, it. Good. Good. Um, great show. It's super fun. It's it's weird. It's it's pretty unique. I just I really enjoy it. The superhero. Yeah, yeah, superheroes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sort of. Um, yeah. Right. Super something. <laughs> um, and then and then I also just wanted to point out to everybody that Home Alone is thirty years old, um, which just blows my freaking mind. Um, so Merry Christmas. <laughs> is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Yeah. 
How is yeah. it not? Yeah. I mean, it's just set in Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Is, is, <laughs> Die, Hard, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Absolutely. Oh. Christmas is central yeah. to the plot. <laughs> the movie doesn't happen without Christmas in either of these movies. Uh, yeah, it's Christmas. I don't know. Home Alone could be your family going on vacation and leaving leaving you at home. I mean, you don't have it's Okay, so you're going to France with your entire extended family um and there uh is uh, I mean the Thanksgiving it could be a Thanksgiving movie. Okay. Okay, we can call it a holiday movie, but it is definitely <laughs> uh crucial that it takes place either Thanksgiving or Christmas. I mean, just absolutely crucial. And the fact that they chose Christmas makes it a Christmas movie. If they would have chosen Thanksgiving, it would have been a Thanksgiving movie, and that'd be just fine. Well, I'll just... uh, So, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles is a Thanksgiving movie, as I recall. Yeah. Holiday. Holiday movie. (laughs) Holiday movie. (laughs) That's a classic, by the way. I I wouldn't mind rewatching Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. That's not belongs. <laughs> How about those birds? Right, I, I think that does it. Real quick, LJ, did you happen to do any looking at that FDA or person? Oh, yeah, the there's some pretty interesting stuff in there, but I'm not qualified day, to give you real answers. But like, I, we can talk about it for sure. Okay, we've talked about before we go. We have one little thing I want to talk about because I got to bounce it off LJ because it hit me and I instantly thought of you. I thought about our different stuff we've had with the CRISPR and other odd conversations we've had. And I saw a headline that the FDA has now approved a new genetically modified pig for allergy-free medical and food products. So is this saying that they've, they've given the okay to just creating these pigs that aren't made from other pigs that we can eat for bacon? (laughs) <laughs> and it's not going to give anybody allergies. Like, any, well, I think they're made yeah, from kinda. other pigs, aren't yeah. they? I mean, well, yeah. So, so well, actually, so I was looking at. Th- it's kind of hard to find information very specific on this because I, I would assume it's super technical, and I don't know how to read. Uh, you know, a, a research paper. You don't know how to read? I could have sworn you knew how to read. I, if it's over three syllables, I struggle. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Rothless Burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a reason I don't like him. Mahomes is fine, but. Um, uh, but so uh, it, it's kind of difficult to find, but it did look like what they're doing is they're actually they're genetically modifying a living pig, um, a, like an embryo. And then in the future, they will clone said pig is what it looks like to me. Um, and all to get rid of this uh, alpha gal sugar, alpha gal sugar, something like that, which apparently makes uh, can create allergic reactions. And they believe that those allergic reactions are the reason that some people can't get what is called a xenotransplant. Um, but also they use this, uh, they use pig meat, uh, well, pig stuff in like vaccines and medicines as well. And so if you can get rid of this sugar, which is what we think these people aren't able to um, take, then that means that pig meat's a lot more useful all of a sudden. And then also, yeah, the, the meat allergies that some people have could be, could be healed as well. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's totally weird. It's totally interesting. Um, so soon we're not going to have pig farms. We'll just be creating pigs. Like we don't well, really I mean, I think soon we're not going to have like real animal farms in the same way that we do. Um, which, you know, um, I think cause we talked about lab grown meat long time ago. Um, and I do think I, Hannah was telling me that maybe the first lab grown chicken patty has been created or something like that or, or sold or something. I don't know. But what? so, I, I mean, I'm intrigued. Dude, as soon, I'm as they start, as soon as they start making fake chicken meat, I'm out. You can make fake. Well, what makes it fake? Meat. What makes it fake? Who likes chicken? Right? Because everything well, tastes I like, like chicken. Well, I like chicken. I like chicken. I'm a fan of the bird, <laughs> Tony. Don't be talking chicken. about the bird. 
Dude, man, I, everybody fakes hamburger, they fake steak, they fake Well, no, no, we're steak. not talking about, like, fake hamburger. We're talking about, like, uh, uh, just a muscle from a cow grown in a lab. It's still real hamburger. Ooh. And same with the chicken. Okay. It's, it's still going to be real chicken meat. All right. I'm fine with that. As long as the marbling just no, is correct, no, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what they're working on. That actually is, that's the hard part, uh, by the way. It's hard to get that consistency just right. So they just do, like, ground meats right now. <laughs> never, tr- never trust a man with a pig farm. Never. Hey, that's true. <laughs> Wait, that's what? true. Never that's trust a, a man with a pig farm. I a thought that was sheep, but bone anyway. Like butter. Yep. And they're known huh. to, I mean, they'll just, I mean, you have enough hungry pigs, they will eat a body in, in very short amount of times. Yeah. Uh, wow. This is not where I thought this conversation was going to go. Ten I, pigs can I, eat a grown man in 30 minutes in one sitting. Are Therefore, we talking about is a snatch? <laughs> never, never trust a man with a pig farm. That's a good movie. If if you're talking, I, I can't. Snatch. It's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah, Snatch. Snatch that's if a good. If you movie. haven't seen Snatch, you better go. Wait a minute. Mm. If you haven't seen the movie Snatch, you need to go see. It. <laughs> All right, we need to go before we get ourselves in trouble. All right, that'll do it for another week of the Just Press Play podcast. Make sure you're following us or uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Just type in Just Press Play wherever you're at, and we will pop up. Uncle Tony, we appreciate you coming on. LJ, I appreciate I'm thinking about quitting my job now that you give me this lot because I'm going to double my profit. I mean, I'm just, just saying, just think my, about it. My net just worth. Think about it. I would never encourage someone to quit their job and bet all that they have, by the way. That was that's I do believe in this. Bet, if, if that that's is, the I'm, one thing you took away from this podcast. <laughs> disregard. Disregard. <laughs> I do believe in this bet, but don't give everything to the it. gross don't domestic product of Norway just went down by 50%. <laughs> That'll do it for another week. Just in case we're not here next week, I'm not 100% sure what our schedules are around the holidays, but if we're not, we want to be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And we will catch you next time, guys. Peace out. Peace. cities right so then it was a big deal when i wanted to add one i had to decide which one to remove right because that's a memory there's a memory there and and this new operating system from apple just wiped them all the freak out and it's (laughs) i mean those are memories that are just gone and i can't get them back and i'm pissed off about it you know like you won me over i did think that was pretty silly as soon as you started talking but i that's that's fair you won me over you can't get them back you can just i don't remember I, I don't remember. He had the max. <laughs> Was that like 25 cities? 
I'd have to go like, what is the max? Do you have? Well, I don't know. It's like ten or twelve or something. But I don't remember them all. I think I might have had San Francisco because I've been there one time in the last ten years, and it was a memory to me. But now I'm not even sure if it was on there or not. If I replaced it with Winthrop or something like that, I don't know. You know, so I, so I got a similar feeling where like I lost a, a CD that Hannah and I used to listen to pretty much every day. And I think I felt the exact same, because, like, I tried to recreate it on Spotify. What are you going to do? I mean, I can do my best, but I, I remember probably six of the songs, and then I remember about 15 more that might have been on there. Remember our rock and roll CD that we made yeah. many years back? Yeah. And we let somebody yeah. borrow it. I can't remember who. And we never got I it. I And it's so... Youth Minister. Who was Youth it? Minister. A Youth Minister. Yeah, I'm not going to shout a name out because he's a good guy, but uh, it was a youth minister. So. Yeah, but those were good. It was great, and we can't recreate it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just a memory. It's Apple we'll took my memories. And every, you place, can, yeah. Money can't buy memories, damn it. Just, I just, I, there's a couple things I took away from that. One, I just pictured Dad like spending like 30 minutes like, what are you going to do with your free time? I'm just going to check the weather. <laughs> see what it's looking like. See what the, see what the 10 days look like. Every time he pulls a Lamar Jackson, he's pulling out his weather app. <laughs> Hey, yeah, like some people say, I'm going to go check Facebook or check Twitter. Pops is like, all right, time to go check the weather. <laughs> that's, that's code word. I'm going to go poop. And then second, I can't believe I never knew that, like, the same way MySpace used to have, like, a, you had to power rank your friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just power ranks his memories via yeah. the weather app. Like, that was just... Like that well, was but the point, that boys and girls, was all right that weekend. The so point is, weekend, it's gone. It's gone, and it cannot be recovered. That's the point. And that's not that right. you mentioned Apple Kevin. Now I want to know how far down the list Chicago was. Like, it, it, we'll never know now. Wait for what you don't know. Yeah, like Chicago was five, but I moved it down because I had a really good time in Colorado. <laughs> Whatever what you don't. And that's one of the recency bias behind these rankings. Like, does he automatically, like, after one good weekend, the day after, go, oh, Colorado number oh, one? Oh, if you've met that, he's like got a working street. list somewhere that he's. he's hey, uh, how it works is like, okay, I was going to Buena Vista, Colorado, right? So I add that to kind of check the weather, to know what clothes to take, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so then now I just remember Buena Vista was one of my memories, and I just remember. I'm sorry, damn it. So, what you don't realize? I think my new favorite segment is no doubt yeah. Dad's favorite thing that didn't get on the block. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't realize, Lifford, is that that was a uh, a memory exercise for you. They did that on purpose because you need to have more oh. memory exercises. Mm. Well, usually if you're going to exercise, you stretch a little bit and get ready. I mean, I needed a little preparation, okay? <laughs> I didn't know this was an exercise, Tony. Had I known it was an exercise, I would have been prepared. <laughs> So next time, next time an update comes from Apple, damn Apple, you're going to do a little stretching.